Hey, y'all, welcome back to the Late Night Vision Show. My name is Jason Roberts, and I'm the owner of Outdoor Legacy, and we've got a, another show for you this week. We have reached the hot, uh, balmy summer days, and I tell you what, when it gets this time of year, Hans and I like to change things up a little bit. We like to do some shows where we're not doing just reviews, uh, and it's hard because we've got a lot of reviews to do. We're trying to to weave in some some other topics and some things that uh, you know you as a listener, as the viewer, have reached out to us and that you'd like to hear us talk about. So we've got one of those shows today. We're going to get into that. But before then, I've got to bring in my co-host, Mr. Hans from. Ben Wheeler, mm-hmm. Texas, whole capital of the state of Texas, probably the whole capital of the country. What's going on, man? Yeah, probably so, man. We are doing good. And I'll tell you, talking about the hogs, they are making a comeback here in Van Zant County, Ben Wheeler, Texas. Uh, I've got tons of hogs on camera. Uh, some of them I, I joke around with my wife because it seems like all I do is feed them. And I call them my show pigs because those are some of the ones that I <laughs> hear at the house that I uh that I video, they're down in the bottoms. They're not creating any mess or creating any damage up in the fields yet. But uh, I go down there and video a little bit and then get back and kick back in my recliner and edit video. <laughs> Pretty much is my yeah. life these days. Uh, but no, it is it is not fun to go out and hunt in night, at night right now with all the mosquitoes. It's, but it's, it's miserable. It's miserable. But uh, we still get out. We still do it. We still bring the videos. We like doing the reviews, y'all, but it is a grind and a half because I know that there's a lot of stuff that has come out. We get so back-ordered or back-ordered. We get so many scopes lined up that we've got to review, uh, and we try to keep them as, you know, as new as possible and, and make sure that they're not sitting around. But uh, we are we're going to do something different. And, and this is something I think our regular listeners really like to hear. Um, if y'all didn't check out our past episode with uh, Tim at Envision when he came down where we had Tim on the show. We introduced Ashley uh, to everybody, our, our salesman at Outdoor Legacy Gear. It uh, that We talked about at the end of the show, that was one of the shows we cut up the most on where there was pr- practically no script and uh, we just rolled <laughs> with <was> it. <laughs> hey, I want to say something as a follow-up to that show real quick. Um, if you saw it, there was some talk about uh, Tim wanting to get a Texas coyote, and yeah. uh, guys, after that show, we we took Tim out, and uh, he got a Texas coyote. It was awesome, and uh, we were we were proud for him, yeah. and uh, it was pretty exciting. So just just wanted to say that we did manage to get very lucky so, and pull that off, but it did happen. I got to tell the story because you know it was man. Jason drove up here. It's a couple hour drive. Jason and Ashley. We got every all the video equipment set up. We got everything put together. It's a, it's a lot of work to produce one of these videos. Uh, we did the we were oh, just, it was over an hour and a half yeah. of just setting up lights. We and were just, was a disaster. We were yeah. wore out, you know, just from the whole deal. But um, we we definitely wanted to take Tim out, and get him a coyote, y'all. And I hope that he tells the story a lot better than I'm going to tell the truth. But I hope when he's talking to everybody else, he tells how awesome. Hans is at calling on you know, calling in these coyotes from two miles away. The reality of what happened, we pull up in the truck, we walk about 50 yards. Uh, Tim and Ashley see a coyote. Me and Jason are just like normal, just chatting it up like two teenage girls. And we're way ahead we're, of everybody. We're, we're, we're literally within, you know, it's black dark otherwise, yeah. but we're within eyesight of the truck. We're 100 we were, yards from the we truck. We were walking yeah. a little bit ahead of them, but they spot a coyote, which we couldn't see because we were a little bit higher up 
uh, and this coyote was kind of in a lull in a grassy field. Well, they see this coyote, they set up, they shoot it. I mean, the hunt lasted, I don't know, a minute. <laughs> we walked now, out. Well, let me back up. <laughs> The, the hunt lasted an hour because we then went and called hogs, called coyotes, did all, but the, that, 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 the action lasted a minute. The yeah, minute, that's uh, right. the first minute. Uh, and uh, still it counts. I, like I said, I just hope he tells the story a lot better than the reality of the situation. Right. But anyway, yeah, was, yeah we, we did. Yeah, I'm glad you updated that because we did get him a Texas coyote. But today we're going to be talking about, and I, I suggested this topic to Jason um, only because uh, for selfish reasons, I'm kind of into one of the things that we're going to talk about right now. But we're going to be talking about ARs versus bolt-action rifles for night hunters. And the reason why I think this is relevant now, uh, ARs, and I don't want to spill the beans, but they're they're probably the most popular and probably more ARs running around at night than any other rifle. But I am seeing a popularity with bolt-action rifles in the night hunting world. Now, they've always been very popular daytime with deer, with coyotes, whatever. But you're seeing a lot more custom bolt-action rifles being used at night. And the, my scientific uh, research comes from Facebook and Instagram. <laughs> just so <laughs> just so you'll know, I just see a... No, well, your scientific research actually comes from the amount of people that you're talking to on a daily basis. Exactly, and I agree with you. Exactly. There is a lot more people talking about bolt guns. Yeah, hey, bolt before we yeah, jump into this, yeah. are we skipping our notes? We're not going to talk about all these things that we're... Yeah, let's go ahead. We're let's, reviewing? We yeah, we do, do got a couple of good things. Yeah, I was getting excited. Go ahead. I wanted to talk well, about I know. I wanted to show my bolt action rifle. I'm holding stuff in my hands over here, and I didn't know. I thought we were maybe skipping that. Go ahead. Okay, okay, real quick. We'll make it quick. Uh, I know we're rambling all over the place, but uh, we do have a bunch of stuff that we're testing right now. I mean, a lot of stuff. So one thing we've got uh, is, I don't have it with me right here because this is ill-planned. Uh, the Bearing Optics Super Yoder Laser Rangefinder. Mm -hmm. uh, this unit is in the house. Uh, we've had it for a few weeks, been testing this unit. I uh, really like it. A uh, lot to say about that. Again, we don't have a lot of good info. Now, let me back up and say this too. Depending on when this airs, there's some other things that might break. Uh, before this, this show might get pushed. And uh, if, if it does, then you'll know after the fact. You want these guys talking about the Yoder, mm -hmm. and they've already told us way more about it. But uh, we are testing the Super Yoder LRF. Uh, nice unit, excited to, to get some more field time behind it and uh, hopefully eventually do a review of that right here. Uh, this is something Hans mentioned, trying to stay on the ball and get new optics while they're fresh. Yeah. We've, we've fallen behind here on two optics, mm -hmm. and uh, I've got one of them. It's the uh, Infrared Outdoor. It is the Bolt mm -hmm. TL35V2, version 2. Uh, this unit... Uh, it's it's one of those scopes that it's not super exciting for us to review. Why? Because we've reviewed its little brother, which is the <laughs> exact same scope minus audio and Bluetooth. Mm -hmm. So it, it, it's, it's, again, the, the people who've never seen the review, they go, oh, well, I don't care. I've never seen the old V1 review. I want to see the V2. What's the latest? So we do need to review it. Uh, it's just something that, again, we're working on. We've had the units for a long time. We've been selling the units. Oh, yeah. Uh, but it is something that 
we are going to review. I mean, we've, yeah. we've got them sitting here. We've been using them. And so I didn't want people to think we weren't going to review that. We will at some point this I've summer. got the uh, the 640 resolution version of that. This is the Bolt TH50C. Jason was nice enough to give me the uh, 640 while he kept the 384. Thank you, Jason. That's I appreciate right. it. Man, I'm going to tell you right. what. I love the displays on the Bolts. Man, mm. oh, they're, the mm. display is big. Uh, the, the text is big when you're going through the menu. I, I just, I absolutely love the display screens uh, on the bolts. Uh, they're just phenomenal. So stay hey, tuned. One more yeah. quick thing mm -hmm. before I forget. I'll just get over here. I'm going to be showing this in a minute anyway. But since we're here, uh, I am currently testing out. Uh, Hans has got one too. This is the, I'm going to set it back down because this is a big old heavy thing. That is the Pulsar. Um, Thermion DXP55 mm -hmm. Duo. Yeah. The DXP50 is an optic we've already reviewed. It is a 4K daylight, uh, full color image, and then it is just a normal XP50, uh, you know, XP50 Pro at night. So mm -hmm. that's a two power daytime, two power uh, nighttime 640 resolution thermal. The DXP55 is the exact same unit. So we've got, again, uh, the two-power XP50 Pro. You know, all the, the scope we've done all the reviews on, it, it's exact same scope. But the daytime portion of this is a 4K, mm -hmm. but it is a four-power base magnification. Uh, I can just go ahead and tell you, I really, we really, really liked the Duo DXP50. Mm -hmm. Exact same thing, more magnification on the daytime. I've got a problem, and my problem is uh, <laughs> I don't know. know if I'm going to use the DXP50 or the DXP55 deer hunting this fall. I, I can yeah. tell you it's going to be one of these. I can't decide. It's I like them both. I like, yeah. the, I like the two, yeah. I like, you know, wider field of view. and the. But but I'm, normally if I'm hunting with uh, this, mm -hmm. we're going to roll into what we're talking about here, hunting with a bolt gun, a lot of times deer hunting. Mm -hmm. I'm going to use something like a, a Zeiss or a Leopold. It's going to be a three to nine or a mm -hmm. three and a half to 14. Or, you know, so I feel like I'm used to having more than two. I don't know. I can't decide. It's tough. So yeah, more you're, testing to do, but we'll be reviewing. You, you hunt and your shots down there on deer are typically closer than a lot of uh, people have set yeah. up. And, and But you got your kids and they like the higher magnification. A lot of people do, do on their daytime it's optics tough. like higher magnification. I think that four power is going to be very popular. No, for for and that uh, unit is I'm sorry yeah, we have those hands. in stock mm -hmm. um so everything we've talked about except the Yoder LRF and we might have it in stock when this airs again if this show gets bumped uh due to some other breaking news uh which is a possibility uh, everything else uh, is in stock uh the the Bolt V2 TL35 TH50C this DXP55 it's 59.99 uh we've got those units in stock as well so anyway outdoorlegacygear.com 877-350-1818 we would love to have your business and we would love to help you with anything that you might need thermal night vision hunting all right let's talk about something that we have no vested interest in. We are not a federally licensed firearm dealer. We cannot sell firearms. So we're going to talk about uh, ARs and bolt guns today, and uh, we can't sell you any of them. So we're just going to be <laughs> we're just going to be neutral. talking about them. You can yeah exactly. You can guarantee we're just talking talking about what we like or what we don't like. Yeah. So Hans, 
Bust this can of worms open. So you've got your AR. I, I specifically told you to go grab your AR out of your safe, and I brought my bolt I only have one AR, guys. It's yeah, only exactly. one. Exactly. So yeah, yeah. On paper, on one, only one. <laughs> That's right. The rest, the rest was a terrible boating accident. Exactly. So we're talking about ARs versus bolt action, and not necessarily which one is better for hunting. I think they're. I think they both have their merits and their advantages and disadvantages. But really, it's personal preference, and I know. Jason, for knowing you as many years as uh, as I have and hunting with you several times, um, you really several times. Several times. Uh, you've got your AR there. Uh, if you get a chance, hold that thing up. So that is, it, if I'm guessing correctly, you've got your American Defense Manufacturing 12 inch 65 Grendel. Guess. Is that right? That's right. Okay, That's right. so Lucky guess. we're going to be talking about the advantages and disadvantages of AR style rifles and bolt action rifles. I'll let you run down. Uh, Jason, what makes you, because I feel like you are, like that rifle is perfect for you. And it is. Tell, tell everybody, tell, tell us why you like AR style rifle. Not that you don't like Bolt, but why are you in love with that rifle that you got right there in the AR? So part? this rifle right here, the, yeah, and, and people are going to ask, because I know there's a lot of guys that are big gun guys mm -hmm. um you know they they like to, to look at pictures of guns and calendars of guns and <laughs> I, i'm not one of those guys but uh you know th this is uh it is a 12 and a half inch uh, six five grendel custom made by american defense uh, hans and i both have one of these rifles uh they were uh, american defense was very very kind to make these for us now custom engraved the outdoor legacy logo on mine the uh hans ETX mm -hmm. logo on his mm -hmm. uh, custom Cerakote, just uh, I mean all the bells and whistles. We've showed these rifles before on here. We just love them. Yeah. This is the real deal. Um, I've got mine uh, obviously topped off there with a Thermion Duo. Uh, I also have an Omega 300 uh, suppressor on the end of it there. Now, what I really like about that rifle, the first thing. Is the short barrel? Mm -hmm. um, you know, this is gonna. This is in the process of being uh, SBR'd. I I really do. Um, I like short barrels. I am a short guy, and I, mm -hmm. especially when I add a a six, seven, eight, nine inch can on the end of a rifle, uh, that's too long for me to carry around. Uh, so I like uh, short. I like collapsible stocks. Mm -hmm. Uh, there's a lot of things. So now I'm just going to give you my quick rundown. I kind of made a list of the things that I like about about ARs um, and, and, you know, ARs in general, but also a lot for, for night hunting. And I do think um, it, it is the compact style. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, for me, again, it's, it's the short barrel. It's the collapsible stock. Uh, that's a big deal. Uh, I like being able to have multiple, uh, you know, semi-automatic. Um, you can see right there, I've got a 20-round magazine. Now, I don't go all out for the big 30s. Uh, 10s are probably enough most of the time. But uh, Hans has been on some, some big groups of hogs with me, and I do like to sling some lead when the hogs get to running. Mm -hmm. And so uh, that's really nice, being able to just immediately take those follow-up shots. For me, even coyote hunting, I just, I like that instant, never pulling my eye away mm -hmm. from the scope, 
ready to pull the trigger again. Now, I know we're going to get into this. I know guys that are good at bolt actions. Uh, they can probably outshoot an AR, uh, you know, shooter, even in speed, accuracy, all those things. But um, again, this is just very, very easy for me. So I really do like that. Uh, I think another big deal for me is the versatility. Mm -hmm. uh, guys, let's face it. ARs are Barbie dolls for men. Uh, they are, they're Legos. Yeah. What do you want? Somebody has made the part yeah. for it. And I can't think of the number of times uh, over the years. I mean, it is just an endless amount of times that I'm talking to a guy and uh, a customer, he's looking at buying a scope and there's something he wants to do. And he goes, I want to do this, whatever. And I go, you got an AR or a bolt gun? Well, I'm shooting a bolt gun. I'm like, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, maybe there's some way. I don't know. Duct tape it on there. You know, I don't know. And there's a lot of guys that they get hung up. Well, I really want to put this on there. Or mm -hmm. where do I mount my sniper hog light if I'm using a, a, a you know digital night vision scope? Or where do I mount it? I don't know. Figure it out. I mean, figure it out. Maybe you can figure it out. Maybe you can't. That's the thing about an AR is it's like, okay, whatever piece you can dream up, yeah. multiple people have already made it. Exactly. All right. It's out there. It's, there's just, it's, it's out there, you know, and if it's not, you can cobble two pieces together. So I like the versatility. Um, I like the fact that it's, they're basically made to be suppressed. I mean, I say that, I mean, they've got a threaded barrel, uh, every single one of them. So it doesn't require anything to, 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 uh, suppress them. I've got multiple bolt action rifles that I really, really like. And, they're not threaded. Uh, my favorite rifle, uh, I've carried it to two gunsmiths that I trust, and they both said, mm -mm, mm -mm, I'm not threading it. It's, it's too thin. Mm -hmm. uh, I got another guy who goes, no problem. I'll do it. Those guys are crazy. And I'm going, yeah, you're just telling me what mm -hmm. I want to hear. I trust these other two guys way more. So, so again, you can run into some of that thing. And then, uh, again, that's we'll go back to some of that in the bolt stuff. But I think that my last positive is, and I found this the hard way. I grew up a bolt gun shooter, all right? I mean, if I was deer hunting, whatever I was doing, that's all we had as a kid. And I've always been that way, especially deer hunting. But as I've gotten older, now I've got kids that are hunting, I've found those struggles with bolt guns can be very difficult. There's a lot of benefits to a bolt gun for a new shooter, but there's also some difficulties. And both of my kids uh, are way more comfortable on an AR than a bolt gun just because getting in, collapsing that stock. Mm -hmm. Wait a minute. It needs to be one notch closer. Wait a minute. One notch further back. Oh, move the scope up an inch. You know, whatever it is, I can get it right where they need, where when, you know, we're on a bolt gun, kind of is what it is yeah. the scope setting where it is the 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 buttstock is where it is now i know we're going to talk about a little bit uh, hans is going to talk about some of these chassis guns and things where i think it's pretty cool you start taking away some of these limitations that i'm when i say bolt gun i'm just generally talking about a fixed stock mm -hmm. uh, style rifle and i know some of that goes away now i'm going to go ahead hans because i've just taken over here for a minute but you were going to let me talk about the ars i'm going to talk about the cons because i think there are cons mm -hmm. um when I picked this rifle up here, y'all saw me grunting around. This is not a light setup. Yeah. I mean, it's way lighter than an AR-10, 
Okay. Uh, it's this is, I mean, as they come, I guess it could be considered average, but you know, it's it's pretty heavy setup. So I think there's some bulk and some weight there. Um, I think there's more maintenance. Mm -hmm. You know, a, a bolt gun, put a drop of oil in it and run a patch down there every once in a while. And again, not that I do a whole lot more with my ARs, but you start putting suppressors on here and they get dirty fast. It requires a, a, a lot more, uh, in my opinion, frequent cleaning, keeping that thing. My ARs, I like to run them pretty wet, so I want to get them clean, keep oil on them. I feel like there's a little more maintenance. And then I'm going to contradict myself, talking about new shooters. Um, I know, uh, again, the, the flip side of this coin is putting my kids behind one, and there's an intimidation factor. Mm -hmm. And it's, oh, my gosh. This thing looks like a, <laughs> you know, a transformer. You know, it's right. it's a robot. Where do I? What, what does this button do? What is it? Well, that's a safety. What is this? Well, you know, that's the mag release. Well, what is this? Well, that's the bolt release. What? I mean, it's like there's a yeah. bunch of things when you're new that you're like, oh my goodness, I don't know what's going exactly. on. So I think that's a yeah. a double-edged sword a little bit. Um, but overall, that's my likes and my dislikes. Yeah. Of the AR. I'll run down my likes, and I think you hit a lot of them, but the fact that you can customize these things so much. There's so many accessories for them. You know, we talk about mil spec on an AR. Uh, a lot of this stuff, you know, they are designed with a lot of similarities. So taking them apart is, I say, fairly easy. Working on them is pretty yep. easy. Uh, like all the different um, different combinations of accessories you can put. I mean, it's just endless carrying an AR, I think, is a lot easier. Yeah. Just being able to to strap it across your chest uh, differently, yes. and you can carry it. There's so many different slings, and the weight, you know, two point sling and one point. I mean, there's just so many different ways that you can carry it and make it more comfortable, especially for all of us that are either uh, hog hunting and they're stock. You know, you're having to stalk out 800 yards, or if you're a coyote hunter and you're walking into every stand and 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 putting a lot of miles in from walking, an AR is definitely a lot more. Um, a lot more easier to easier to carry. I would say, as far as disadvantages, again, I think you hit a lot of them. The maintenance is the big thing. I cannot tell you how many times, uh, especially the depending on the quality of the AR. Now, obviously, the American Defense Manufacturing's are the best that I've used, um, and there's a lot less maintenance on a higher quality AR. But I've gone out on hunts with guys that have, and we've driven hours and hours to get to this to this place that we're going to be hunting out for the weekend. And every time they shoot the rifle jams, you're like, I don't know what's going on. You know, we go clean it. Well, it's still jamming. Well, there's something, you know, there's just a problem. And there's so many moving parts, a lot of mechanisms in play every time just to, to shoot one and re rechamber another one that things wear out, uh, you know, just little components in there wear out. That's got to be changed. And depending on how much you use it, how much you, uh, you're shooting how much um, you know maintenance you're doing if you're doing it regularly or not but yeah that's there's nothing more frustrating jason than go out to hunt and have rifle problems and that i've sure. noticed that and i'm going to segue into uh, why uh, bolt actions i think are really uh, making a strong comeback i think one of the big reasons is because you are starting to see uh, a lot of um customization going on whether it's professional when i say professional com customizations where you're sending it off to a, uh, a gun shop or even you know somebody else in another location building a custom bolt gun for you uh or if you're doing it yourself in your home i'm gonna hold up a rifle at the back up off camera this 
I would say that this is custom, but this is uh, interesting story. This is a 6.5 Grendel, and it's in a 16-inch barrel. Uh, it's a Ruger Ranch, a Ruger American Ranch um, rifle. It's basically a truck gun, but I liked it because I do like the 16-inch barrel, and I don't I don't like barrels longer than 16-inch typically because uh, we do walk a lot, and carrying it in brush and high grass can be a little bit of a challenge if the barrel is longer than that. But this is on an MDT chassis. As you can see, it's, uh, you know, they've got this uh, two-tone color on it. So that that looks kind of cool. Hey, a rifle that looks cool. If you feel like you look cool, you're going to perform good. And uh, that's what I like using this rifle for. I've got a, uh, this is a um, Dead Air Sandman TI uh, suppressor mm -hmm. on it. But what you can, what the customizations you can do on these things, that they are getting more interchangeable. There's so many chassis now that you can change out your old, you know, Remington 700, which is one of the most popular bolt action models ever made as far as number in the country that are floating around. There's so many different chassis that you can put these bolts in, uh, these bolt action rifles, and they make it now where they're a little bit easier to carry. There's a little bit more mounting or, or sling. Um, uh, choices that you can make where you can have one where you can mount it across your strap or, or across your chest or over your shoulder. But the reason why I like that, why I like bolt action rifles, really the main thing is I hate, I know you do too, Jason. I hate cleaning rifles. <laughs> I, I will put it off as long as I can, but I hate cleaning my AR rifles. Um, and again, depending on the quality, you may not have to clean that often. But you need, there's going to be guys that comment to this, Jason, and like, I've got a, you know, whatever AR, and I've, I've only cleaned it once. Well, that's, that's, it's a good quality rifle, but most of them you got to clean pretty often. The bolt actions, very low maintenance. What I like about it, too, you take it out on a trip, and you're less likely to have a, a mechanical sure. issue uh, if you're traveling with a bolt action rifle. What I've also noticed, too, um, I feel like, somebody may say I'm wrong, I feel like that they shoot with a suppressor a little bit quieter because you don't have the action, you know, coming back and forth. Right. So uh, I've noticed just been shooting, they do sound a little bit quieter, but I do like, I, I've been hunting now with, uh, I've got this one, I've got a 6.5 Creedmoor in a 16 inch barrel uh, that's on a uh, Sharps Brother chassis. I really like that too. I also have got a 243 rifle in the same configuration with the Sharps Brother chassis. I've slowly started converting some of my older, uh, you know, bolt action rifles that have been sitting in the back of the safe. I've been changing them over to different chassis, more sport shooting chassis. And I absolutely love them. Uh, again, I think it's because it's low maintenance. They shoot quiet. Um, you don't have the mechanical issues a lot of times that you have with some of the ARs that you take out. Now, we can talk about the disadvantages, and I'll mention them, and I'll let you go into your spill on bolt actions. But sure. the disadvantage, I think that they are typically, they're going to be bigger. They're going to be longer. The the bolt guns that you see that I've talked to people about, they're like, oh, mine's 20 inches or 22 inches. A lot of mm -hmm. times you see uh, on social media uh, guys that are coyote hunting and even now hog hunting uh, with bolt action rifles. The barrels seem really long. Now, I'm using a 16-inch, but still a 16-inch barrel, it's – Compared to a uh, an AR, it does seem a lot longer. Maybe because it's the stock is longer. You know, it's not collapsible on this one uh, that I have right here. But it's bigger. Uh, probably is going to weigh a little bit more. That's definitely a, a disadvantage. And 
which you said the advantage for the AR is when you're shooting and you're having to take multiple shots, your attention and a lot of times your eye is being uh, taken off of the scope or looking through the scope because you're trying to re-rack around. Now, like you said, there's professionals out there that can do it and never miss a beat. I'm not one of them. <laughs> when I rack around, right. my head's coming off, my arm's slinging back. It's a process, let me tell you. But I still, I still like it. And I'll tell you another thing. I love the way that a bolt action rifle sounds when you're racking, <laughs> especially on video, man. When you rack that round, th- to me, that is the coolest sound ever. But I'll let you give your spill on bolt action. Give us, give us a few of your likes and dislikes on them. Well, I'm not going to lie. It does sound nice when you chamber one in, but I kind of <laughs> feel the same thing when you drop that, uh, drop that bolt release on an AR and that thing slides. Yeah. In. I kind of like that. Oh, yeah. It does sound good. So. Yeah. All right. So my list is going to be short and, and simple here on the ARs. Basically, um, the cons, I think you've already you know mentioned them, and I kind of went into them when my AR deal. Uh, uh, less carry options. I think that's a big deal for me. I want to carry across my body. I know some of these AR, I mean, some of these uh, chassis guns and things, you can do that now. Uh, you could probably do it on, on some some more traditionals. It's just not as easy, not quite as common. Um, but, okay, a few, a few less options there. Again, you mentioned longer. Uh, I would say less versatile for modifications. Already mentioned that. And then the last thing I think is going to come to scopes. Now, I know. If we talk about a collapsible stock on a bolt gun, that starts changing things. All right. That's going to change what I'm saying here. But for for this discussion, let's just talk about fixed stocks. If you call me and you say, how much you with a bolt gun? All right. uh, Fixed stock. And we're talking about scopes. Mm -hmm. What? And this is fine. I have no problem with this. Mm -hmm. Hold one up right here. Look, I mean, I got an AR and uh, I've got one, you know, right here. Okay, so I've got two scopes present and both of them are fantastic for bolt guns. All right, I'm going to drop this right. (laughs) All right, so so they're fantastic. But I'm also going to take probably the other 70% of the optics on the market Mm -hmm. and pull them off of the table and say, we're not going to talk about those because they're not going to work the best on a fixed stock rifle now if you've got an old ar-15 that's uh you know uh, or an ar-10 that's got a fixed stock same thing okay it's a fixed stock rifle thing um you you have a lot of these smaller scopes are just not going to work well on there because you're not going to get the eye relief you need or if you do it's it's awkward sometimes it's leaning in too far and it just doesn't feel right that's not a slam against the platform. I think the platform absolutely has its place. But I think when you come to the table with a fixed stock rifle for night hunting, I think that's the biggest the biggest thing I can say is it's fine, but you just need to know we're not going to talk about all these other scopes. Okay, they're just not going to work for your setup. But the good news is, is there's more scopes than ever that are in this 30 millimeter Mm -hmm. design. That's what they're made for. Mm -hmm. And they work great on those as well as ARs. And I know, I know, waiting for the comments. There's going to be guys say, well, wait a minute. I've got a, you know, a a 36 inch barrel with a 40 inch Mm -hmm. stock and it's fixed and whatever. And I've got the smallest, lightest, you know, whatever, AGM rattler. I listen, you may make it work. It's not, it's not normal. 
it's not ideal. It doesn't work for most people. Um, ask us how we know because the number of people that have bought these scopes yeah. from us and never mentioned a bolt gun or said they weren't going to put it on one got it and tried then you go i can't even yeah buy they, yeah so they we, say oh, we, i thought i down this road i but, thought i could make it work yeah. and you know i see people doing yeah. it and it's just not yeah. i just can't get my eye just closer. can't do it yeah right. just can't do it not so that's my that's my biggest con now as for my pro i wrote down three things and i think they're big Simple, safe, and, ver and uh, sorry, reliable. Simple, safe, and reliable. Um, Hans talked about all those, I think, except the safety thing. Mm -hmm. uh, safety, it's not that, it, not that an AR-style rifle is not safe. It is if, if you use proper safety. But there is something, too, if you've got a, a, anyone, but if you've got a new shooter on that rifle, when they pull the trigger, it's safe mm -hmm. at that point on an ar it ain't safe if you're with me and if i don't know you really 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 well uh or you're a new shooter or one of my kids or whatever you shoot i'm not looking down range i don't care what you hit i mean i don't care if you you miss the deer you miss the hog you miss the target i'm watching your finger over there mm -hmm. and it is safety on safety on why because you can pull that trigger again and oh, here yeah. we go and uh, the bolt gun i do think uh, not just for new shooters, but but for for all of us, for nighttime shooters especially. I think that that single shot is is nice to have. So I do think it's safe. Again, as Han, Hans mentioned, talking about the reliability, I think that's there, and um, you know, simple. Yeah, another simple thing. Use. It's it's not you know. And yeah, another thing I, I thought of as far as the con with the bolt action. You know, we because we run into this a lot. You know, they're like, I've got this. XYZ bolt action rifle. And I'm like, Oh, you know, some of them I know and some of them I'm like, I've never heard of that, but you know, most of these scopes now the, the tube style scopes are interchangeable with different style rings, whether it's Picatinny or, or Weaver. Um, but most of the mounts in our industry on our side of the hunting spectrum, night hunting is, is primarily dominated by Picatinny. Um, and a lot more bolt action rifles are coming with Picatinny rails, but a lot of times when you buy it off the shelf, either uh, it won't come with, you know, a rail on top or it'll come with a weaver or it may come with a Picatinny. So there might have to be, you know, some things that you might have to modify before you're ready to put a, a night vision or a thermal scope on it. But there's, uh, that's definitely something to keep, um, keep aware of. Now, I know people are going to ask about calibers, uh, and I'll go ahead and mention it real quick before we break, Jason. Um, 6.5 Grendel is something you and I love probably because we spent years stockpiling ammo. I, wait, you didn't hear that from me. We don't have that much ammo. We've got a couple boxes. Uh, but we uh, that's that one is definitely one we like. Um, I use a Creedmoor quite a bit. I Man, it knocks coyotes into the next zip code when you hit a coyote with a, with a 6.5 Creedmoor. I, we talk about ARs and my love for bolt action rifles now, um, but I just had a a, a 308 uh, rebarreled uh, an AR an AR10 308. Actually, had a different barrel put on it, uh, a higher quality barrel. So uh, you know, at 308, 65 Creedmoor, 65 Grendel uh, for hog hunting, coyote hunting. I'd say you know throw in 243, something I like to use quite a bit too. Uh, for deer hunting and coyote hunting. So, but it, it primarily, you and I are using a Grendel uh, or a Creedmoor. Um, but if you have any more questions about uh, rifles, if you have questions specifically about rifles, ask Jason. 
you can no, email him. <laughs> no, comment, <laughs> comment to this. I you know we, all I know. We not get much. guys when y'all call in and talk about scopes. So many times the conversation turns into rifles. Um, Jason and I will even tell you we're not huge gun guys, uh, which means I mean they're not. We don't get all into it. They're definitely not trophies for us. Um, we uh, we're scope guys. We're optic guys. We love we love glass. Uh, but the rifle stuff, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a means to an it end. Is a means I gotta to have something end. to put the bullets down there, but I'm not. That's a, what, if, a, yeah. A, yeah. I kind of tell you, cause I hate cleaning them. So that tells you how I think, about, <laughs> I, right. you know, right. how I feel about we, it. We don't enjoy shooting steel and paper. Definitely engines, not. That is, seems yeah. like the most dreadful thing. Well, and I, there's a lot of people out there do it and I get it and it, that's fun, you know, long range shooting. You better but, end. You're going to offend everybody know, who's still listening to this. Show. I hate shooting paper probably because you know jason here you know we're shooting 50 yards 100 yards at the most around here we're not shooting far so it's not a challenge and it's usually hot and we're like oh my gosh we gotta let's get this done and get it over with hey but y'all if y'all are looking to buy a night vision or thermal optic not a rifle not an ar or a bolt action but if you're looking to buy a night vision or thermal optic give us a call uh 877-350-1818 outdoorlegacygear.com you can find all of the uh all of the optics there. You can give them a look. But if you have questions, call us. You know, that's what we're here for. We use them all. We test them all. Uh, and if you don't see it on this channel or on this podcast, um, it's either two reasons. We haven't got around to reviewing it yet, or um, we decided and we chose uh, not to not to promote it, not to sell it for whatever reason. But um, if you see it here, there's a reason you're seeing it here, and it's because we're good and we're confident with it. But anyway, uh, 877-350-1818, OutdoorLegacyGear.com. Uh, you can find all the past episodes, TheLateNightVisionShow.com, all 260-something. Whenever this show comes out, uh, past episodes you'll be able to find there. And then, of course, on the socials, Facebook, Instagram, uh, if anybody's still doing that in the summertime, I don't think people do social media on the hunting side in the, in the, uh, in the summertime, but if you're on there, give us a like, give us a share, comment, whatever you want to do. Um, you can find Jason at outdoor legacy on Facebook, on Instagram and on YouTube. You can find me over on, uh, YouTube Hans ETX, H A N S ETX, uh, and on Facebook and Instagram. I just released my review of the Pulsar merger LRF XL 50. It's got a little bit more video than I tried to change it up a little bit and add some different videos than what we used on the show. So you can go check that out. And then Ashley, our other salesman who you now know and who you've seen, uh, you can find him on Instagram and on Facebook and on YouTube at row ETX. That's R O W E E T X. Jason. All right, guys, listen, hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, we'll be back here next week. Got another great show. A lot of reviews coming. I know sometimes you get tired of the reviews, uh, but there's a lot of new scopes coming. We also got some other topics, some, some interviews and mm -hmm. some things we're working on this summer and fall. So y'all stay tuned. But between now and then, y'all stay safe in the fields and keep making those bacon pancakes. <laughs>